0: Hello. (laughs) Today, we're going to dive into thyroid hormones and really talk about just how we can impact our endocrine system and our metabolism um, to not only feel a lot better and get the most out of life, but also obviously to help yourself get better results with your health and your fitness goals. And so, today, we're going to be doing another little bit of a mini hormone masterclass. Um, I previously did one on estrogen specifically, and there was a lot of you that really, really enjoyed it. Um, So if you haven't um, listened to it yet, then you can kind of go back either on Her Natural Potential on the podcast, or you can also find the previous live stream um, replay in our free Facebook group. So um, today we're going to be talking about the thyroid. So you may have heard me talk time and time again about the importance of our thyroid. And you might be wondering what the heck is a thyroid? You hear this word getting thrown around, right? But you don't really understand like what it is or what it means. And our thyroid is a specific gland, right? It's an endocrine gland, releases certain hormones. It's part of our endocrine system. And our thyroid hormones are going to be what really directly influences our metabolic rate. So this is why you probably hear people talk about metabolism. Metabolism and talk about your thyroid. And of course, too, if you're dealing with any dysfunction of your thyroid or any kind of imbalances with your thyroid hormones, this is where it usually affects, right? Your metabolism. You could either be losing weight rapidly or gaining weight rapidly or really struggling to lose weight as well. And so, like, in terms of our thyroid, like, two of the common big diagnoses, diagnoses, <laughs> don't know what the correct word for that is. Um, But it's usually going to be either hyperthyroidism, right? So hyper means more so active, right? It's going to be higher thyroid hormones, um, or hypo, right, which is going to be a slower metabolism and lower thyroid hormones. And so typically, this is where right if you have a like any kind of like disorder or dysfunction with the thyroid, it's typically you're getting diagnosed with either hyper or hypo. There's obviously certain reasons and like disorders or diseases that can influence why you have that diagnosis and why your thyroid is imbalanced. But that is where keeping in mind, if you're diagnosed with hyperthyroidism or hypothyroidism, a your symptoms are going to be very different right because they're two opposite extremes and also even if you're not necessarily to the degree of imbalance or dysfunction um to have a diagnosis and a, to require medication you can still be um, dealing with kind of like subclinical hypothyroidism right so you can still have not so optimal thyroid function or thyroid levels and therefore to kind of seeing some of these symptoms but of course not to the degree degree and severity of having this diagnosis which needs to be uh, like have an actual medication or a treatment and stuff too. so there's gonna be certain symptoms associated with either too much thyroid hormones or too little thyroid hormones right and so you may be noticing these things even if you go and you' get your blood work done, and maybe your levels are still within range. And we'll dive into that a little bit later because there's some issues when it comes to thyroid testing and some things to really be aware of with that as well. But what are the symptoms of low thyroid, right? So um, when it comes to our thyroid hormones too, and again, we're going to dive into this a little bit more The specific hormone that is going to really matter and really influence these things is going to, is called referred to as T3, right? And so symptoms of low T3, right? This is if you have like a slower metabolism or you're dealing with, for example, hypothyroidism. And this is going to be really like, if remember to like our thyroid is really going to influence our metabolic rate. So if things are low, if things are slow, right, this is really going to kind of, um, it kind of slow down a lot of those functions within the body, right? So we may notice that we feel more fatigued, right? We're gonna, like our digestion slows down. So we're dealing with constipation more. Um, we may have like muscle weakness or um, a slower heart rate, right? We may notice our mood low gets lower as well. So depression, impaired memory, kind of poor focus and stuff. And then of course, too, what most people in this Facebook group and in this um, in this group in the community um, are probably paying attention to is like their weight and their body composition, right? A lot of you have fitness goals. And so if you're dealing with low thyroid function, this is where it can really kind of create that resistance with your weight loss journey, or you may notice you have a really hard time maintaining weight. So maybe you're not even eating that much in terms of your calories or, and you are exercising, but you're still possibly gaining weight. So this can often be linked to your thyroid function. So again, think slow, think low, right? Low levels of hormones. um, Everything kind of decreases and gets slower. Your body's not metabolizing things as quickly and efficiently. And then of course, the opposite spectrum, right? The opposite extreme, I have having high T3, right? Our metabolism actually increases, things rev up. um, And again, everything is about balance. (laughs) And so you don't want to go from one opposite extreme to the other opposite extreme because neither is going to be optimal and ideal. And so again, If we have too much, right? Um, too high thyroid hormones, too high T3. This is kind of, we still get a lot of kind of different symptoms and stuff, but typically, right. It's more of that revved up metabolism. So you may notice weight loss, right? You have a hard time maintaining weight because you keep losing weight, even though you're increasing food, even though you're not like running or doing a lot of cardio, for example, um, you may notice again, like anxiety kind of more, um, kind of like trouble sleeping. Maybe your like tolerance to heat, like you're, you feel hotter a lot, right? You don't tolerate heat as much. Um, Maybe your heart rate actually increases, right? Your thirst increases. You may have tremors, right? To another extreme. And so again, thinking like the opposite of low thyroid hormones is going to be high thyroid hormones, high T3, um, and your metabolism is like really revved up to that extreme. And so we may notice anxiety, rapid heart rate, tremors, right? Trouble sleeping, weight loss, those types of things. So again, Those are kind of the two opposite extremes. And as we talked about, this refers to kind of like that high T3. Now, T3 is going to be your active thyroid hormone. This is what's going to directly influence our metabolic rate. So, of course, too, right? If our levels are high, then we'll notice these symptoms and our endocrine system, right? Our hormones, they tend to influence every aspect of our body. And this is where you may notice symptoms, but it's very systemic, right? It's all of these different body systems and all of these different factors. And so again, really understanding like our thyroid has a massive, massive role in the body, right? It's not just about weight loss and weight gain. It's also about your heart rate right? It's also about your heat tolerance, right? It's also about um, your mood. It affects your mood. It affects your energy. It affects all of these different aspects. So paying attention to these things. Now, in terms of testing, right, there is oftentimes I get the question, it's like, okay, well, how do you know how your thyroid is and how your thyroid hormones are? So obviously, there's always going to be certain symptoms and signs associated with specific hormonal imbalances. And so again, first paying attention, like how do I actually feel right? And if you feel like something's off, this is where we can kind of listen to the body, pay attention to the body and dig a little bit deeper. And there are going to be certain, like certain types of tests that are going to be more ideal and more insightful for specific things. Now for thyroid, right? Our take like an actual blood test is going to be best, but Like I said, there's some things to be aware of, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So oftentimes, right, especially if you're in Canada, unfortunately, it can be pretty challenging to get a full thyroid panel done. Now, when you typically go and you typically get your thyroid tested, right, oftentimes they will just test for TSH. Now, TSH, right, different than T3, TSH is actually your thyroid stimulating hormone now this can of course be an indicator if your thyroid hormones are off but right it still doesn't give you the full picture however it's easier to test right that's often the kind of step one that they test for and so they'll test for tsh which is actually a pituitary hormone that signals the thyroid right for the production of those certain hormones and so the theory right the logic behind it is that if our thyroid hormones are low, right? For example, or vice versa. But if our thyroid hormones are low, that TSH will be higher, right? So if our thyroid hormones are low, then technically our we would like to think our pituitary is going to be like, Hey, create more hormones Our thyroid hormones are low. So there's going to be higher levels of that TSH, that thyroid stimulating hormone, that being said. Testing, at least the unfortunate part about a lot of, especially blood work, is that A, they're looking for those extremes for what is actually going to require a treatment, right? What is going to require a medication? What needs to be, what is to the degree that we need to treat it? So that's where the ranges are often. Quite extreme. So this is where you can still be dealing with certain symptoms and dysfunction and things just not being super optimal for you, but it can still be within range. So this doesn't mean, right, that it's like, okay, your thyroid doesn't need some support. It just may not be to the extreme or to the degree of needing a medication or a treatment, right? So still paying attention to signs and symptoms. And figuring out where your body or your thyroid might need further support. The other thing is, like I said, that range is very, very wide. This is for a wide variety of different people. So for you specifically, right? Like you may have a specific level of where your thyroid function and your thyroid hormones are going to be optimal. And so you may be a lot lower than your optimal, but because it's such a wide range of so many different people and so many different kind of stages and lives and so forth, right? Even if it is within range, it might be pretty low for you. So this is again, where I often tell people too, if it's possible, try to get a full thyroid panel done, or even just ref- like in general for all blood work, when you're feeling good, Right, really go and a kind of get like a baseline of where you're at, um, where your levels are at when you're feeling really good, when things are good and so forth. So now you have that baseline, you have something to compare. So now if things do feel off, you can possibly compare that to that baseline that you have of your possible optimal, um, and you can kind of see where there's those kind of discrepancies in the set. So. Again, understanding that when it comes to thyroid like ranges, they are quite vast and you might not necessarily be at your optimal state, um, but you may still be within range. Now, even with that too, right? They only test for TSH oftentimes, right? Oftentimes, especially in Canada, we have to, re- like, they either things have to be really off for them to further test, or we have to specially request it. Um, and it can be kind of annoying, um, depending on your doctor. Um, some are kind of more receptive <laughs> of asking for that full thyroid panel done um, versus others. And then also, you might have to actually pay for it. So, of course, like, Certain blood tests can be free. There are going to be a lot more different tests that you can possibly get done, but you either have to get like a special request from your doctor or you have to also pay extra for it. So this is where just keeping that in mind, right? Because I often have people and they're like, Hey, I'm like, I really think something's off. I'm really struggling. I have all of these different things, but when I go and test my TSH, it's within range, but I still don't feel that great. Um, And then they go, right. And they go and they test further. They do a full thyroid panel and they find out they actually have an issue with conversion of T4 to T3, right? So it's like, even though their levels are, within range for their TSH. Other things are kind of off, right? And their levels are not so optimal for them. Now, that being said, T4, T3, what the heck is that? So when your TSH, right, your TSH signals your thyroid, tells you, hey, like we need some thyroid hormones. It stimulates that thyroid hormone production. Um, We don't just have T3, right? It doesn't automatically just be like, yo, I'm going to have these thyroid hormones. I'm going to rev up the metabolism. We actually have, as you could call it, like a precursor (laughs) hormone um, of T4. So T4 is kind of our like inactive form of our thyroid hormones, right? So this is where we have to also pay attention to because it's not just the production of thyroid hormones. It's also the conversion of our inactive form of thyroid T4, thyroid hormones to our active form of T3. So again, paying attention to levels of that, um, because that can, again, really give us more insight about how our thyroid is actually functioning. Um, and now that being said, like with all of that process, right, it's not just, it's not just straightforward. There's a lot of little moving parts and <laughs> you can say, um, uh, and all of these different components, And so there's a lot of factors, right, that influence those things, right? Not only just like your thyroid function, right? And oftentimes we're kind of like, oh, it's hereditary. It's like, no, there's also different factors that come into play. Certain nutritional deficiencies can influence things. A high stress can influence things, how your liver function can influence things because that conversion occurs in your liver. So if you're Liver is overburdened, or you're having all of these issues, right? This can affect things. Also, if you're dealing with any illnesses, on any medications, um, if you have any, even like if you have like issues with like like any infections or with parasites or anything like that, these massive stressors, pregnancy, that. Can influence things, right? That can influence our levels as well. So, again, paying attention to all these little factors and really when it comes to actually addressing things, really digging into the root cause, right? Why are things possibly off? Where does our body need support? And what can we do to further support things? And so, again, just kind of like a very basic picture, right? As I said, like if you just test for TSH, this really tell you much. Doesn't really kind of give you that much insight. We we want really want to get a full thyroid panel done so we can kind of see. Okay, is it our TSH? Is it your T4? Is it your T3? How are the conversions going? and so forth. We can also really look at our lifestyle, our habits, our nutrition, our stress levels and ask ourselves too like what could possibly be contributing to this. Now, when it comes to a slow metabolism, we have to also understand like our body is highly adaptable. Our metabolism is extremely adaptable. And so if we are doing certain habits or we are living a certain lifestyle and our body is under certain stressors and there is a some kind of factor or stressor that is influencing our body to actually decrease our thyroid function, downregulate. right? Like if we've been extremely restrictive dieting or overtraining or yo-yo dieting or doing anything that is really kind of stressing our body out or really restricting calories, this is where our metabolism can adapt. And so if we're dealing with slow metabolism, really like look at your nutrition, look at your lifestyle, look at your habits. And this is the frustrating part too, with the whole it's just calories in, calories out, that is all, because this can also mean, right, like that your calories are low and you keep decreasing and decreasing and decreasing. But if things are off and your metabolism isn't functioning optimally and your body is not actually processing and utilizing calories efficiently, um, because there's all of these points of resistance and things are just there's this dysfunction it can lead to a really frustrating road and it can actually exasperate issues and it can make things worse. So again, pay attention to the signs and symptoms your body gives you. If you need to dig deeper, get specific tests done, dig deeper, figure things out, see if your body is needing that support. And then in terms of that, understand it's often not just your genetics or just you need to take this medication. It's also asking yourself, okay, what is driving this? Where is my body needing some support? And so this is where paying attention to your diet is super, super important. Making sure, right, you are eating enough, you're nourishing enough, you're fueling your body properly, you're not putting it in this survival state, as they like to call it, right? You're also following a really kind of nutrient dense whole foods diet, including a lot of really great like nourishing foods with different kind of like, like micronutrients too, right? aside from just the macros, let's focus on the micros because this is again, where certain like vegetables and fruits and even like nuts and seeds and stuff can contain these important vitamins and minerals and these vitamins and minerals, right? Like can also support our thyroid, especially iodine and selenium. Like those are often the two key kind of like big nutrient deficiencies um, that can really influence our kind of a down regulated metabolism or kind of influence our thyroid hormones. And the other thing too is stress right? Really manage your stress. Realize like stress can really negatively impact your thyroid, um, especially if you have hypothyroidism, right? Or an underactive thyroid. And this is where like, if we're dealing with high amounts of stress, whether it be psychological, right? And emotional, or if it is actually also physical, right? If we're really under eating, we're restricting calories, we're restricting carbs, we're overtraining, we're not sleeping, These physical stressors can also affect things. And I see it time and time again, especially with the bodybuilding world or the fitness world and stuff. And women all the time, right? Like they are dieting, they're pushing themselves, they're trying to maintain the super lean physique. And unless you are also working with your body and you're working with your metabolism and you're supporting your thyroid function and maintaining that healthy hormone balance, right? This is where we can lean out, we can diet hard, we can over-restrict and it can actually really negatively influence things. And we may notice, right? We hit a wall, we plateau, we feel stuck, our energy is low, we have bad cravings, right? We can't focus, we're not productive, we decrease your strength. You may notice that now you've decreased your calories, that your daily calorie intake so low and you cut your carbs so low. And then now you're at this point where now you're either you plateaued or you start gaining weight or the moment that you do let your foot off the pedal a little bit, your weight goes up. And you can't actually maintain because your body is not in a stable, non-stressed state. It is stressed out. And so then again, like if we've cut our calories so, so low, right? If we're stressing our body out through the process of trying to lose weight, right? And if we're not working with our thyroid and our metabolism, it can make the process of maintaining a leaner body composition really, really challenging, And then we feel even more stuck because now we're in a spot where as if you eat 1,300 calories instead of 1,200 calories, you gain weight. And that's super frustrating because nobody wants to live off of 1,200 calories a day. That is not enough to fuel your life, right? And again, it can influence things. And then you notice your body down-regulates, your body's stressed out, and your endocrine system, right, as I said, influences everything. Influences your entire body and how everything functions. So, paying attention to your stress, psychological, physical, right? Nourishing your body properly, making sure you're eating enough, super, super important. And then, even when it comes to exercise, right? Not overdoing it with the cardio. You do not need to be running one, two hours a day in order to maintain a healthy body composition or even a high level athletic body composition. If we work with our body, if we focus on resistance training, if we focus on actually getting the body back in balance and optimizing right, our metabolism and our hormones, we can maintain a leaner body composition with far less effort <laughs> because it's just natural. Everything's in balance. Your body's happy. It's not in this super sensitive, reactive state. And we can maintain right daily exercise, better body composition, healthy diet, feeling good while maintaining energy levels, right? So again, super, super important, guys. If you're struggling with a slow metabolism, if you're struggling to lose weight, if you're struggling to maintain weight, right? Ask yourself, how is my body functioning? How is my thyroid functioning? Does it need some further support? What can I do to better work with my body? And there is so much that we can do right? When it comes to weight loss, when it comes to fat loss, aside from just, Hey, I'm going to cut my calories more and more. That is a slippery slope, my friends. Um, and unfortunately that is what has gotten a lot of women in really sticky situations where now it's like, now we have to actually work on your metabolism. Now we have to actually work on getting your body back in check and it is going to be a slower process, right? But again, it's going to be worth it because when we actually focus on our hormones through the process and we work with our body, not only do we feel a lot better getting the results we want, Right. But we're also going to be able to maintain it because our body is not in this state of stress. So, if you have any questions, if you're watching the replay, hashtag replay. Again, when it comes to hormones, on top of gut health, on top of nutrition, on top of transformation, when it comes to body transformation, please do not hesitate to reach out. It's literally what I talk about all day and what I help people with. um, And I'm more than happy to answer any questions you have as well. Um, And that being said, going to wrap this conversation up. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that gives you some things to think about. And hopefully you can work with your body towards your goal. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps with podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen, please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Quark. until next time.